Are you ready to invest in yourself today? Welcome to the Wealth Builders Podcast. Where investment leader Billy Epperhart teaches you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom. Scripture says in Deuteronomy 8.18, Remember the Lord, your God, for it is He who gives you the ability to produce wealth. At Wealth Builders, our goal is to teach you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom in your finances, your business, and your investments. Hello, and welcome to this week's Wealth Builders podcast. I'm so glad that you joined us today. I'm Karen Conrad, Vice President of Wealth Builders, and I'm really excited about what we're going to talk about today because it's one of the little things that can make a huge difference in your life. I don't know about you, but sometimes I'm thinking like, my gosh, you know, I have to like change so much to be successful. And this is an encouraging teaching because sometimes it's not about like 10 things we need to change. I mean, sometimes it is for sure, but sometimes it's just about a little bit of an adjustment. And that oftentimes when we coach clients and when we consult with businesses, it's not often that everything that's happening is wrong, but most oftentimes it's the little tweaks or the little adjustments. In other words, a shift that needs to happen that can make all the difference or even break through some of the constraints that a business has been dealing with. So today I'm going to be covering five things that will help you to shift into success. So first of all, let me define the word shift. It is to move or change, to change direction or move from one person, position or place to another. When you shift the gears of a vehicle, you move them into a different position to change the speed of the vehicle. That's the example that the actual Webster's Dictionary gives when talking about shift. So I'm going to start out with a little story. When I grew up, many of you know, just from listening to this, I grew up in a small town in Minnesota and my grandparents, both sets of my grandparents lived on a farm and we would go to grandma and grandpa Julia's. And one of my favorite memories of my grandpa is we would beg him, please, grandpa, take us on a ride with the Ford tractor. He had this little Ford tractor. And I still remember his laugh. He was just such a great grandfather. Um, so he'd say, okay. And he'd get the tractor out and we would pile on and we would start to take off down the gravel road. Well, you know, at first it was really rough and we weren't hardly moving, very bumpy. But once we got going down the road, I remember him shifting it into gear and before you knew it, we were sailing down the road. Everything was smoother. We were moving fast. You know, hair was blowing in the wind. It was such a great experience. And it's not that we switched vehicles. It's not that anything major changed. The only thing is my grandpa shifted it into gear at the right time. Another example is just watching NASCAR, like really fast vehicles. You'll see that throughout the race, they're continually shifting 
to accommodate the circumstances or maybe the opponent or whatever it might be. And once they shift, they're able to move and find that pathway. Well, I believe that that is what God has for us in our businesses. Are you stuck? Do you feel like you hit that glass ceiling? Are you thinking things feel bumpy or not smooth? Sometimes all we need is a shift to move into the success that we're seeing on the inside. So in our time today, I'm going to share five steps for you to take a look at that will help you to shift into success. Are you ready? Get out that notepad, get that pen out. Let's start with number one, see it on the inside. This seems simple, but this is absolutely critical. It's what we imagine. It's what we expect. It's what we are seeing on the inside. If we want transformation, it requires renewing our mind. Just like Romans 12, 2 says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Proverbs 23, 7 says this, for as he thinks within himself, so is he. Wow. I... I actually remind myself of that a lot or, you'll, you know, my son hears it all the time or people that I mentor or that we visit with at Wealth Builders. We, we talk about that, that you've got to see it on the inside and whatever you're imagining on the inside is what you are going to see in your life. That is very powerful. I like to say it like this, success is an inside job. Whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. That is a quote from Henry Ford. So number one is to see it on the inside. Number two in learning to shift into success and taking action is to fear not. Fear not is simply trusting God. Just like Isaiah 41.10 says, fear not, there's nothing to fear for I am with you. Do not look around you in terror and be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen and harden you to difficulties. Yes, I will help you. Yes, I will hold you up and retain you with my victorious right hand of rightness and justice. Isn't that awesome? You know, I was just working on something regarding this topic of fear and connecting that when we're in business, when we're an entrepreneur, there is always the element of risk. And so the number one enemy to stepping out and taking a risk that God is leading you to is fear. So let's choose today that we are going to trust God with our business and choose to fear not. Number three is be confident. You know, there's something about confidence that is extremely attractive. And even like looking back on my life, you, if you ever seen there's a couple that you think, my gosh, how did they ever get together like maybe maybe the woman is just like you know super gorgeous and the guy is sort of like ah and you wonder like hey how did those two get together or vice versa do you know what a trait that i believe is very helpful for us to attract a high level of business partners 
customers, or even if you're not married yet, you know, that mate is confidence. And we're not confident in ourselves. We are confident in Jesus. One of the best things that you can do for sales is to be confident in your product or your service. That's why it's so important that anything that we do in business, we want to be called to that business. We want to know that I'm not doing this business just to like take home a paycheck or you're, you'll hear people that were so miserable in a job. And when you ask them questions about it, the reason that they were so miserable is they didn't believe in what they're doing. So I'm not suggesting that we build up a false confidence. What I'm suggesting is in being confident. First of all, we know that God is our source. Second, that we know that what we are bringing to the market, what we are offering in our business, that we truly believe in it. Then we don't have to work at you know trying to get confident with something. Our steps are ordered by the Lord. According to Psalm 37, 23, we can know that when we follow what God has called us to do, when we seek him, even if we don't walk it perfectly, our steps are ordered by the Lord. We can trust the desires of our heart. The steps of the God pursuing ones follow firmly in the footsteps of the Lord. And God delights in every step that we take to follow him. Here's another scripture I just want to encourage you with on this topic of confidence. Haggai 2.4 says this, Yet now be strong, alert, and courageous, O Zerubbabel, says the Lord. Be strong, alert, and create courageous. That is like repeated. That's how important this is. O Joshua, son of Jehozadak, the high priest, and be strong, alert, and courageous. That's three times in this scripture. All you people of the land, says the Lord, and work, for I am with you, says the Lord of hosts. So this is a word for us. We can be strong and we can be courageous because we are confident that God has called us to do what we're doing. Confidence, contagious, it's something people are drawn to in any relationship and it's something that you and I have in Jesus as we pursue and follow him. All right, step number four, you have the tools. Let me explain this. Sometimes when we are approaching something or we're walking through a challenge, we can question, are we even supposed to be doing this? Or maybe we hit a wall that we don't know what the answer is. And we think, oh my goodness, if I don't know the answer to this, I must be you know, not doing what God's called me to do. But our walk with God requires us. He calls us to things that require us to be in relationship with him. If you and I were to be able to accomplish everything in just our strength, we are leaving out the greatness of God in our life and his purpose and destiny in our life and in our business. Deuteronomy 8.18 says this, but you shall earnestly remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the power to get wealth that he may establish his covenant, which he swore to your fathers as it is this day. You have the tools. 
And if that wasn't enough, let me read to you in 1 Corinthians 3, 9 through 11. It says, we are fellow workmen, joint promoters, laborers together with and for God. You are God's garden and vineyard and field under cultivation. You are God's building according to the grace, the special endowment for my task that God has bestowed on me. Isn't that amazing? I really lean into this a lot personally because when I do hit those places, which we all do when we are stepping out and following the Lord, we hit those places that we're just not sure what our next step is or uh, facing something that's like, I don't even know how I can accomplish this. And this is a great reminder to just remember, you know what, Lord, you have given me the grace, the special endowment for my task. And it's in me. It's been bestowed on me. It's not something that we earn. It's something that we receive. So I want you to know, number four, is that you have the tools to succeed. Number five, be willing to let go and move forward. Oftentimes, and uh, I talk about this in a series that we teach on that is about glass ceilings or taking the limits off. You know, sometimes when we go through rough patches in our life, or maybe we hit challenges, or maybe we've been hurt, you know, maybe we've had a bankruptcy or a failed business. Those are the type of things that can stick on us. Does that make sense? Like it's like there, (laughs) you can't, maybe with the with the naked eye, you can't see it, but on the inside, it's sort of like, we know it's there. We're carrying forward that pain from the past or that failure from the past. And one thing that we know with God and what we know with business, and you can hear practical stories of this, about how many failures people have, and then they finally get it right. It's to be willing to let go and move forward. You know, that's not always easy. There's a quote from Thomas Edison. Instead of saying that he failed a thousand times, he talks about how a thousand times he learned how to do it right. And I think that is a great example for us. We need to be willing to let go and move forward. Isaiah 43, 19 says this, see, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Let me just encourage you. If you are unsure about your business, or maybe you feel like, God, I feel, I know you called me to this and I'm just not seeing the success. Look at this closely and ask the Lord, Is this something that I need to let go of from my past? Is there something that I am not turning over to you to create that new pathway forward? You know, we run into some struggles with our real estate and we are in the midst of a couple of projects right now. And we've had some things that frankly, they just didn't turn out the way that we had hoped. I'm going to give you an example and I think this will help you. We were in one of our properties very, 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 very excited to uncover terrazzo underneath the current flooring, which was like carpet and ceramic tile. And we actually invested quite a bit of money to get all the tile out and try to restore the terrazzo. 
And it just didn't work. It was all stained. I looked at it and I thought, oh my goodness, this looks terrible. And I started to go down the path of like, wow, I really missed this. I really failed with this. How could I have invested this amount of money in the terrazzo and it not work? And I know it's kind of a little thing, but it's just an example. And quickly, because of what I'm talking to you about today, I have trained my mind and uh, with the Lord's help to say, you know what? I don't know why I, I could dwell on the fact that I made a mistake and maybe spent thousands of dollars I didn't need to. But Lord, what would you have me do with this property? What would you intend for me with this property? And you know what? We moved on. We did a new thing. We, we found some flooring and the whole design is now based around that. And I just choose when I hit those paths in my business, in life, just to turn to the Lord and say, you know what? This didn't work out the way that I thought it would, but Lord, I'm going to expect that through this, I'm going to shift into something that is even greater. So let's just review these five points that will help you to shift into success. Number one, see it on the inside. Like I said, it's an inside job. Number two, learn to fear not. Learn to take on calculated risk in a way that you have confidence to move forward, to trust God. Number three, be confident. This is something that is not because of who we are, but it's because of who we are in Christ. We already have the victory. So as you and I step forward into any challenge, we can be confident because God has called us to victory. Number four, you have the tools. God has given you the tools to create wealth and he's given you the grace, the special endowment for the task or the purpose that he has called you to in your business and in your life. And number five, be willing to let go and move forward. Well, I want to thank you so much for joining me today. I hope this has been helpful. And I want to encourage you that we've got a couple things coming up that this is just a little bit of a tip of the iceberg on some things, but we've got a business workshop that is coming up on August 19th through the 21st. We are doing something we've never done before. We've got two tracks. One of them is for profit. One is for nonprofit. And we're going to get together in Denver, Colorado. And for over 20 hours, we're going to hear from Billy Epperhart and other speakers on how to be successful in our business and our nonprofit. We still have a few seats left. So go to wealthbuilders.org slash events and get registered for in-person or if you can't come to Denver this next weekend, you can join us online. Again, go to wealthbuilders.org slash events. And also you might want to think about going in a little deeper with Wealth Builders University. To learn more about that, go to wbuniversity.online. So I want to thank you so much for being part of Wealth Builders. We are so excited to have you connected with us. God bless you and make it a great rest of the day. We hope you learned something of lasting value today from this Wealth Builders podcast. If you'd like any tools, teachings, or resources mentioned in the podcast, 
You'll find them online at wealthbuilders.org. Wealth Builders exist to teach you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom in your finances, your business, and your investments. Wealth Builders is a nonprofit organization. We depend on your donations to keep this podcast running. Please consider donating to us on wealthbuilders.org.